It's opinions are cheap. Opinions are cheap. Opinions are cheap. This is opinions are cheap. Opinions are cheap with Cameron and Chad. I like that. That was pretty all right. Thank you. I stole that song. Like all my you songs. Did? Where'd you steal it from? From Grum. Oh. I was going to say Steven's Universe. No, that's from uh, Tim and Eric. Oh. And Grum walks out on stage. He's just like crummy 3D model. And it's like, it's everyone's favorite Grum. And he says, hi, everybody. Do you have some crackers and snacks? And it starts playing music. It's like, I like crackers and snacks. That's the whole song. <laughs> nice. I love Grum. I, I, I usually just default to, to Steven's Universe with you. That's fair. It's a safe bet. Dude, I've been playing Soul Calibur 6. Yeah, you've been showing me some crazy shit from that game. I made a Steven Universe character. I've been playing her online. (laughs) Oh, yeah? That and Bob from Reboot. Mm. I love this game, I saw that one. It's awful. (laughs) Dude, the freaking Magikarp you showed me was just wild. Did you see the abuse people are doing? The, the giant dicks and stuff? or No, people are just making giant cubes that completely obscure the character. Oh. And so, <laughs> so you can't see what's going on, and so it's just a rainbow cube that's like spinning around and they get a perfect on you. That's funny. Yeah. Man, what, what, what people will fucking do... You give, you give someone just a little bit of create, you know, so means to be creative and that, like that magic card for the for the listeners, because it's what like the Gavaldo body set. I think that he like bends over in a weird direction is one of his like stances, right? Yeah. And so this character was like it looked like this weird red and yellow man, and then he goes into that stance and he folds into himself and he looks like a fucking magic card from Pokemon and just starts flopping around and like attacking this dude, and it was it was pretty special. Yeah. Someone else made a Volda cycle. Where he curls up on his back and looks like a motorcycle, like there's two wheels. And there's a move where when you're on that pose, you kind of like spider crawl forward real fast. So it looks like he's a transformer that becomes a motorcycle and crashes into you. <laughs> it's great. I, I want to meet like the person, one of the people doing this and just be like, what goes through your head when you open this character you're creating? You're like, you know what I'm going to do is make a transforming Voldo. They'll probably say something like, in Japanese. Maybe. I don't I, I, I just feel like like I would never in a million years think to do that. Oh. And it, it, it impresses me that when people like do like that's how their mind works. And it's like, now I want to make something like this. Whereas I would probably try to make Goku or some shit. Did I show you that ninja character? Um, you, you know, maybe? Taki, right? I know walkie talkie. Taki's the, she's like a ninja, but she's wearing like all red and it's skin tight. Um, let me Google that and see if I can find it, because I don't know how to spell the name, so let's say Talky Red Ninja Skin Tight. What's going to show up? Now, in in images, it looks like a lot of Minecraft things. That's interesting. I sent you a picture. Okay, that's easier, too. Oh, it's like, a, okay, I was finding like a Minecraft version of that person. <laughs> that's so funny that that's the result that came up when you did a search for it. it what, is, what did they do to her tits? So they... They put objects on there to make it look like it's so much bigger that you needed a belt to, like, compress her in. Like, the head and the shoulders look really cool. I like that. The wrists look cool. I like the gauntlets going. And then it's just like, okay, no, let's just do something really gross with her breasts. It's hilarious, dude. Thank you, internet. 
No, that's just what the character looks like, though. Oh. Where are you finding all of these, by the way? Because you've been you've been sending them to me off and on. Um, um, 4chan, but I think they're stealing most of them from Reddit. Ooh, the 4chan Reddit war continues. It's not a war, it's the same thing. I don't know, I bet you if you, I bet you, if you asked, they would do, well, probably no, that's, say the same thing. That's the thing, dude, there's like a wasteland after the nuclear holocaust, and there's going to be one green frog standing there, and one white robot, and the white robot's going to like peel his face off and go, we're not so different, you and I. And then the frog will eat the robot. No, the frog will and cry because he doesn't have the motivation to get up out of his stupid chair. Or that. Oh, man. Uh, so how was your day? It was pretty alright. I was hungover for most of it, so work kind of sucked. Woo! Yeah, I haven't done that in a while. Woo! Drank too much on Wednesday. I got in and I went to my... I sat down and I was like, oh, I had, I had a lot of Slim Fast with me. I was like, I'm going to drink this when I know I won't throw it up. And uh, I was like, hey, Stan, you ever decide not to weekday drink? He doesn't like drink at all, so he started laughing. I was just like, oh, I don't want to get up and go look at things. I just want to sit here for a bit and not do anything. Yeah, it was, it was a rough couple hours. That sounds like fun. Uh, this morning, I woke up and I checked Twitter. And the first thing I did was I went through the five stages of grief. Okay, what did what did you see that made you do that? Uh, Blizzard announced the band that's going to play at BlizzCon next week. Oh, what is it? <laughs> Train. Train? Yes. Do I know them? What the hell do they sing? <laughs> that's everyone's response, dude. <laughs> like, I feel like that should sound familiar, right? Yeah. Train hey, band. Hey, soul sister. Hey, mister, mister. Uh, radio. Oh, Drops of Jupiter. That's uh, a good song. Uh, the way you move ain't fair, you know. Not 165 million views. This is okay. This is interesting because they they were popular like 10 years ago, right? I don't know. So, I didn't know they were a band. I I'm not joking when I say this. When I looked okay, it's been up longer their, than that, Drops of Jupiter released in 2002. When I looked up their songs and I listened to a couple of them, I sincerely thought those songs were commissioned by like an ad agency that does TV commercials. It's yeah, like, really we good need something those. that sounds poppy that we can play over this car, but we don't want it to be too catchy. <laughs> what a weird act to get. I don't, like, who, what do they normally get? Well, like, Metallica. Metallica did BlizzCon once? Once. Um, Ozzy Osbourne. They got uh, Linkin Park. I went when it was Weird Al. That's, uh... I never would have guessed, like, most of those. That's pretty pretty impressive. So it's, like, train. <laughs> and I'm trying to picture, like, the guy in, like, an orc costume going, yeah, drops from Jupiter. Wow, okay, so we got... Dude, Lindsey Sterling's playing this year, too, there. Oh, yeah, I'm, I, I'll enjoy that, but it... I'm seeing her in December. I know a lot of people are seeing her in December. <laughs> there, there are people on like the Warcraft forums going like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna pass on the Blizzard ticket and buy some Lindsay Sterling tickets, so I don't have to see Train." Also, that's funny. Yeah, so 2005 was the Offspring, which is kind of neat. The 2007 and 2008 were comedians. Like Patton Oswalt was at was 2008. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I'd love to see that. 
Ozzy was 2009. Tenacious D was 2010. Oh, yeah. Fighters was 2011. Blink-182 was 2013. Back, you know, at that point, no one gave a fuck about them. Um, then Goddamn Metallica in 2014. Linkin Park in 2015. Weird Al 2016. Muse uh, 2017. That's and then right. Train. Muse felt a little out of left field, too. 35,000 approximate attendees. Ticket price was $200. Holy shit. Wow, these ticket prices for all of these are really expensive. Yeah. It's like stupid expensive. I'm I would stupid. not pay $200 to see Metallica. Well, I, I mean... I would pay $120 to see Metallica, probably. I think I don't think I'd go any higher than that. You're not paying to see Metallica, though. You're paying to to find out what you get to buy from Blizzard next year. Sure. Metallica's just sprinkles on top. I guess. I, all I know is I paid, I think, $65 a ticket for Lindsey Sterling. That's pretty good. They're not the best seats. They're They're kind of far up. But they're they're better than the really shitty seats. I had to I had to drive her away at Comic Con. Oh really? Yeah, so we we had um we had to escort the Justice League cast out, and so I'm I'm part of the the barricade to keep people like walking the other way. And Lindsay Sterling like walked right up in, in front of me and tried to get around me, and I had to like jump in front of her and say, oh, "I'm sorry, you have to go that way." And she was like, "Oh." Well, then that way I shall go. And she turned around and I was like, that was Lindsay Sterling. <laughs> I love her. I know. She, she seems like just like a, an actual, like, really nice, cool person. Yeah, she actually is. It's kind of refreshing. I like that. And then I like DJ Hodor. Go on. So that'll be fun, too. <laughs> is, he, is he there? Yeah. It's Train, Hodor, and Lindsay Sterling. Well, at least you got two good ones. Yeah, but they're kind of billing it like Train's the big one. So it's like, you know, if if they open and DJ Hodor's doing his thing, and then they have Lindsey Sterling come out, I'll enjoy the show. But if Train is there first, I'm just going to grab a beer and leave. They'll just... They're probably going to play like an hour set. I, I imagine they're the headliner, though, so... I don't know. I The way they organize stuff doesn't always make sense, so... Mm. Really, Blizzard can't organize things. Yes. Shocking, oh, if true. I know, right? Like, oh, Blizzard. <laughs> did you hear about the, the Diablo announcement? I did not. What are they fucking up with Diablo? So, back in January, they tweeted a picture on the official Diablo Twitter of a light switch, and someone's about to turn it on. Hmm. And this was when a bunch of people were talking about, oh, you know, it'd be cool. Uh, they should put Diablo 3 on the Nintendo Switch. And so then they put that picture up, and it turned into this whole thing where, like, Blizzard's going to do it. And they had to come out and go, oh, no, no, we're, no, that's, we're just having a fun, we're not announcing anything, no. Not announcing anything, why the fuck would you make, post that kind of picture? So fast forward to E3, they come out and say, guess what, everybody, (laughs) we're putting it on the Switch. Of course. It's like, okay. And they also said, and this is going to be a big year for Diablo, pay attention. It's like, whoa, what, really? And so everyone's looking forward to, to ETH, or, uh, BlizzCon. It's getting closer and closer to BlizzCon, and they released the map. And the map of the convention center, like, there's this one big hall where they do the big announcements. And mm-hmm. in that hall, there's a big area dedicated to Diablo demo. And it's like, Ooh. oh, are they going to announce Diablo 4? And then they come out with the schedule. And the schedule has the opening ceremony. And then an hour blocked out Diablo upcoming news. It's like, oh, dude, they're going to announce the new Diablo. And then they come out with an announcement. Hey, guys, 
uh, good things come to those who wait, and we can't wait to show you when we're ready. And I hope that you're going to enjoy Diablo 3 on the Nintendo Switch, and you can come play with us at BlizzCon. Oh, really? Is that it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's like... They're they're like trying to temper everyone's expectations and saying how like oh it's it'll be a while. <laughs> we know what you guys are thinking. We just want to get out here and maybe let you guys know. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. You know it sucks when companies do shit like that. Like for a couple reasons. One, they'll post something like that, and then uh, someone that's actually in games media and maybe a bit of a journalist will write a story about it. And be like oh this is what's gonna happen. Then they'll go no that's not what's gonna happen. And then. People who read those sites, like IGN, will get really fucking mad at the person who did the news and be like, you're a piece of shit, I hope you get fired, and I hope someone stabs you in the face, you piece of shit. And then it turns out that this this you know writer was correct, and, and, and the Blizzard PR just lied to everybody. And then, it, you know, so they had they, they deal with this, like, online abuse for, like, a month, and then Blizzard's like, nah, actually, guys, this is what's gonna happen, we, we, we fooled you. And that, there's, no, like, no apology or anything, this guy's like, yeah, and, and people were mean to me. For a month, and every article I posted were like they brought it up and were dicks, and you know, so thanks for that. And it, it it's just so shitty that games PR will like outright lie to people, and like it, no one seems to care. Like that's just like part of games media. Speaking of games media, yes. Did you see that leaked Harry Potter game? I saw bits of it. Yeah, I was like going to be like an MMO or something. No, it's like an Elder Scrolls. Oh, well, that's kind of like an MMO. There's just only one person. Yeah, so it's an MO. Yeah. It's just a massively online. Yeah. Man, I... Part of me would be like, that would be so cool, and the other part of me is like, I don't have time for that shit. I don't know. I might make time for something that cool. Maybe? You can actually, you can make your own magic. Like, you can combine spells into your own spells. Okay, that'd actually be pretty neat. Yeah, it's like, oh... Like, once I heard how complicated the magic system is, it's like, oh, you know, if I could... If I could have a signature, like, I summon laser snakes or something, that, like, that's my thing that I do, I laser could kind of get into cool. that, you know? Yeah. Is this is this game actually going to come out, or is this, like, a leak, like, this is what people are working on, but it's not a thing? That. Oh. Now, granted, if they're this far along, I kind of picture they're going to come out with it. Right, especially if the, the leak, if the reaction to the leaks are really, really positive, which I imagine they are, I I don't see why they would not put it out. Just make some people work some hundred hour work weeks. Woohoo! Oh man, look at me. Uncollected overtime, do-da, do-da. I'm going back into the programming mine all the do-da day. So, do you get to, like, pick what... I wonder if you got to pick what, like, uh, thing you used to sort into a house. Yeah, you start as, like, a a fifth-year student or something. Okay. So it's not like it's the, here's the magic. Look, your owl brought you a letter. You get to go to the sorting hat. It's like assuming your character's already been through a lot. That's probably pretty smart. I like that. I feel like a lot of people aren't gonna want to put up with the intro bullshit. It's like, no, I read the books. I get how this works. Yeah. Here, here's my problem with every single like Harry Potter experience is that you have to see Uncle Ben die and explain the power of responsibility. And it's like I get it. <laughs> I'm here because I'm a fan. I know that part. Yeah. Did you, um, when, I know, I was like, that whole Pottermore thing that's been around for ages, have you ever gone through that and, like, answered the questions to see which house you got put into, and, oh, you make a Patronus, what's your Patronus? I went and to the, like uh, that. I played that, um, Gary's Mod roleplay server, 
That's probably better. It it wasn't. Did I tell you about that? I don't think so. Um, I was trying to change my my hair. Like, there's a wardrobe, and the wardrobe was in the main hall. So I went there and was like, I'm just trying to change my hair so I'm not blonde. Mm-hmm. And and an older student came up behind me and said, "Hey, turn around." So turn around, and they put a bag over my head and tied me up and dragged me outside. And it's all black, so I can't hear. You know, it's like I can just hear things, and I can see my health going down because I'm being be- beaten with a stick. Oh my god! And then I heard one of the professors come over. I was like, "Hey, get out of here! Get it! I saw you!" And there's like I heard like magic lasers, and then someone kept hitting me with a stick, and I died. Oh wow! And it's like wow. The magic of the wizarding world of Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm surprised that the game lets you, like, they can, like, kidnap you and beat you to death and you can't do anything about it. Like, that's a- apparently a button in the game. There, well, you can, um, you can be a Death Eater if you, like, pay the guy that runs the server money. Okay. You see what, like, mod powers or something? It's, well, no, there's, like, a period where Death Eaters are attacking the school. And if you want to, you can spawn as a Death Eater or you can try to defend the school. So it's a fun, like, PvP thing, but when I was playing, there weren't a lot of players on. So it was like, there's one professor, and there's, like, two new people, and there's just one guy that's just gonna abuse his power. Sure. So it was pretty funny. (laughs) 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 And then there was a class, and the teacher wouldn't teach me how to pick up a book. You think you would, you'd know how to pick up a book. He's like, okay, we'll do the Patronus, the the Wingardium Leviosa spell, this is how you do it. It's Wingardium Leviosa, And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll try it. And it's like, what button is it? Because I'm, pu- I'm pushing E, and it's like, I'm physically picking up the book and lifting it, but I can't, like, learn the book spell. So my character is just walking around lifting a book with his hand, going like, is this it? Is it? It's not working. And the guy was like, no, just just take the book. And it's like, I take, I took it. What do I do? No, just take the book. Wingardium Leviosa. Just take, just take it. Just take, just take it. It's right just okay and he walked away that's that reminds me of a really old vg cats comic where it's like an mmo is it's a gift reach level 10 to learn how to wear a hat and it's like <laughs> how stupid am i that i have to be level 10 to wear a hat <laughs> i should just know how to wear a hat but then does he on like, my head put his fist through it or something he's like yeah i figured it out or he starts like trying to eat it or some shit and think okay it's been a long time but yeah it was the um the pottermore thing though I remember going through that. I was like, "Fine, I'm gonna take take this quiz." And I was gonna. I don't even know why I did it because it was stupid, right? But so I took the quiz. And I was like, "You're in Slytherin." I was like, "Fucking cool! I'll be in Slytherin." Those filthy mudbloods look at me being all being all mean. I'm gonna learn some potions from Professor Snape before he gets killed. Oh yeah! And it was like, "Do your wand thing." So I did the wand thing. And I was like, "Your wand is this and this." And I was like, "That's cool." I guess I don't really give a shit about any of that. I was like, "Now you're Patronus." And I was like, "Cool." It was like asking, what's your favorite animal? What's your favorite color? And I was like, oh, I'm taking the quiz. Then it was like, your Patronus is a garden snake. And I was like, fuck off. That's the shittiest thing ever. I want a lobster. Someone else was like, who mine's a dragon? And I was like, this is dumb now. <laughs> Wait, someone got a dragon? Yeah, I got a fucking shitty snake and someone got a dragon. And I was like, I don't, I don't think this is fair. Someone else was like, mine's a frog. And I was like, see you, we got fucked on this deal. Maybe I want to be friends with the Dementors. I don't even need a Patronus. Mine's Optimus Prime. <laughs> um, and then it's like, it's like, man, any kind of internet quiz is stupid. They're all, they're all terrible. I hate that they're things that people share on Facebook all the time. <laughs> there's, there's something about a, there's, there's something about Harry Potter and like showing up on Facebook, isn't there? Yeah, I, 
I just remember there was like a, a metal one. It was like, which metal band are you? And it was like, one of the questions was like, what's your favorite brand of eyeliner? I was like, what the fuck kind of shitty question is this? <laughs> it's like, where's the answer for none? I think that I think that I think the band because I, I ended up going through it. I got corn, and I was like, "Yay, they're fuck this. This is stupid. I don't take online quizzes anymore. I took two, and they're both horrible." I want to make one of those online quizzes, but there's only one result. Oh, that's a good idea. And it should be like actually, this would be really great if like Pizza Hut put out there and said, "Hey, what kind of pizza should you order?" And the answer is always a Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of funny to do, like, like a which kaiju are you, and the only answer you ever get is Godzilla. Because that's, like, all anybody ever wants, right? Is they want to be fucking Godzilla. And so just just, just give the people what they want. I only uh, said that because I'm looking at a Godzilla toy on my desk. Do you like the movies? Movies are cool. I mean, the Harry Potter movies? Yeah, Harry, still in that. Harry, Potter, Harry Potter movies. Yeah, I haven't seen them in a long time, but I feel like most of them capture the books fairly well, at least from a plot point perspective. Um, four through, I want to say six got, I think, a bit messy because those books are so fucking long. And there's only so much you can do. I, I remember being mad at five because they really gutted the climax when they were in the Ministry of Magic, and there's just, like, so much stuff that's not in the book, in the movie that's in the book. Yeah. I, I kind of, um, I wish there was a, a sad ending. Well, Dobby dies. That's not sad. <laughs> I just I don't care. I like Dobby a lot more in the books. Yeah, you, you I don't pretty know, much I have think, to. I feel like by the time he's dead, you, you you're like, yeah, he kind of wore out his welcome. He only has like a couple of things he can do. Can you imagine if they killed off Jar Jar? I like Jar Jar. That'd be that'd be sad. It would be upsetting. I feel like it would make the the other movies harder to watch, knowing that, and then he just dies later. Yeah. At the same time, if anybody was going to die in those movies that should have died, someone really probably should have put a laser through his head. Because uh, Jar Jar was an asshole. And an idiot. Like, he's, he's like, funny until you, like, really think about what he's doing. It's like, I think he's just being malicious. I think he's just a dick. Well, I mean, here's the thing. He was banished from his own society for being himself. Yeah. And then Naboo society was like, you should be our senator. Yeah. <laughs> God, George Lucas is so bad. I... <laughs> Did you hear that interview with him about like what the what the seven, eight, and nine would have been about? Um, he wanted to dig way deeper into the Metaclorian thing. Yeah, and like explain what the wills are, and like he's a he has these great ideas, but he really needs to have these ideas and then hand them off to a writer. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know how the first movie turned out okay. Like, I honestly don't. I think there was a lot of people around him to tell him no. And he, had, he hadn't hit that point yet where people were afraid to tell him no. Well, you know, that and also he didn't have the budget. Yeah. I think after the success of the first three movies, he had a budget to actually do what he wants to. And it's like, yikes. All of the CGI stormtroopers. And I, I'm pretty sure when I was a kid and saw that, I thought it was pretty cool. But man, those don't age that well. Which is weird because I think the the monsters in in uh, Phantom Menace, like the one that chases them underwater and stuff like that, one still looks pretty good. Like there's there's stuff that hold up. What Jar Jar looks Menace. good. Yeah. And then there's other stuff in those movies that is just like this looks like shit. Why did you CGI the whole fucking army? You can tell. 
I like the uh, I like the CGI in the Harry Potter movies, but I I more so I like ever... the design of the characters, like the monsters and stuff. Actually, look like oh yeah, that it's believable that that sort of monster would be here. Yeah, I never really liked their werewolf design for Lupin in the third movie. It's too too like gangly looking. Yeah, it's fair. But then I'm just like, I really like the werewolves in, in, in uh, Underworld, and most werewolves in movies don't look like those. So, maybe I'm asking too much. Or I want, I'm asking for an aesthetic that, that wouldn't actually fit uh, Harry Potter. You know, we should talk about werewolves one of these days. Have we not? I think we talked about vampires. And I'm sure... We should talk, talk sure, about werewolves. Yeah, I'm sure werewolves came up, but... I it, That would be a fun, interesting... Um, like maybe write down like a an outline for what a good werewolf movie would be. Yeah, if it's that could just be fun. about werewolves, I I don't like Dracula's and werewolves fighting because I just don't care. I I liked it when they were doing it, and now I don't need to see it ever again. Like it was overdone at some point. Van Helsing was cool. I liked the Underworld movies. Um, we don't need any more of it though. Like that was that was fine. And it, there's so much of it in WoW now. Is there? They well, yeah, it's um, and it's they not- get the Wargans. It's not really vampires, but the the werewolves and the undead have this like unending rivalry where they just hate each other to the bone. Mm. And it's like they set it up well back in the Cataclysm, but it's like guys, get over it. That was always like the thing of World of Warcraft, right? It's like we're supposed to be at war, but then something worse comes along and it's like no, we should probably team up because you know, we could either we could stab each other and he could destroy the planet or we could not stab each other and prevent the planet from being destroyed. Yeah. That actually got me thinking, though, with Harry Potter. Would it be interesting if there was some kind of threat against humanity and the wizards had to team up with muggles and expose themselves? You can maybe make that work. No, I would, um... I mean, that was, that's the thing with Harry Potter, right, is there's so many weird implications to everything that, like, Rowling ends up putting in there. Like, the, the wizards can cure pretty much every disease with a flick of a wrist or a potion. And then you got muggles dying of cancer and uh, uh, rabies and whatever. And it's, you'd think, like, is a self-respecting wizard who could just look like, like, flick your wrist and now that, that person's cured, that you would you'd feel like a responsibility to do that. <laughs> it's like the, the Holocaust. Don't give a is, shit. No, the Holocaust is going on. And it's like, well, I'm, I'm going to jump in this chimney real quick. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. That was a close one. And I... I don't know why it's Harry Potter that makes me, like, look at those kinds of things more than any other. We have a secret magic underground in in the real world. Because normally I don't really give a shit, but there's something about Harry Potter where it's just like, hey, but wait. And I don't know if it's because sometimes she, like, brings those questions up and then doesn't do anything with them. Or if it's just over the course of seven books and growing up with them, like, you just, you start asking the questions because you... You know, every time you reread them, you're just like, well, I've seen this before. I wonder what I should think about while I'm reading this scene. Well, it's just, there's something about the way that the whole thing is presented. Like, th- there are these stories where here's this person, and then they find out about this secret world, and it's amazing. And in Harry Potter, he finds out about the secret world, but the secret world is all around him. And it's yeah. like, you can, you can magically teleport yourself from any fireplace to any other fireplace. So don't accidentally say a muggle's uh, fireplace name because you just yeah, you appear in the be- living room and it's like, wh- okay. Like, how did how did no muggles ever accidentally stumble upon platform nine and three quarters? Like they'd be looking down at a map 
and just walk right into the damn wall, and now they're in the wizard platform, right? Like, that's gotta happen. Like, you'd think there'd be, like, uh, some kind of, like, uh, like mall cop, where, like, all he does is, like, flick his wrists at, at the muggles that accidentally walk in every day. Because there's gotta be, like, a dozen a day, right? Like, that's a pretty busy-ass uh, train station. Well, I don't know. There might be, uh, there, there might be an element of the spell that, like, it makes the wall solid if you're not magic. Maybe. I just wish that they had, it almost wish they just brought it up, because it feels like something that you would want to mention. And maybe it was in there, and then her editor's like, you know, no one gives a shit, you can remove this. Well, what, there's, like, other stuff, too, where people, like, walk into a phone booth, and then, like, the phone booth disappears. And I, when I walk down a street, I know where a phone booth is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna notice... Even if I don't see it disappear, I'm gonna go. Wasn't there a phone booth here? It's weird that they took it away. And then the next day, when it's back, I'm gonna go. Okay, I'm gonna watch this phone booth for a little while. Right. And then you're gonna see some asshole walk into it and disappear, and be like, "Okay, that was weird. That solves that." And they'll go back to work, I guess. Yeah. I mean, what else are you gonna do? I like um, I like the amazing monsters and how to grab them. <laughs> how like there's so many magical animals that are all invisible because that's how they evolved. It doesn't make any sense. It no, sort of does. Maybe I don't know. Well, the same way that like um, you know how a lot of birds have feathers. Yes, there's just it's a classification of animal that is has magic and therefore is invisible. I I, I guess you could look at it that way. They just look so different, so it just seems like there's like two evolutionary trees, the magic and then the non-magic. I like the um I like the one uh was the one animal. Um that fantastic what, what, beast. Yeah, yeah. That's my what, favorite. Of the Harry Potter movies? Yeah, that one. It's pretty alright. Yeah. I, it was always weird, like the the idea of like like okay, the muggle joins up with them and they go on this grand adventure and then they have to like wipe his memory at the end. And I've always fucking hated that as, like, a thing because it would drive me nuts to be like, I know this cool thing. Oh, my God, the world is way more amazing than I thought. It's like, yeah, but you can't actually know it because you're not in the club. Or in this case, because you weren't born to be magic. And it's like, well, fuck off. Maybe maybe I want to know things. You shit for brains. Okay, well, there we go. What's the second one? The next movie coming out. The The... Battle of Grindelwald. It's like, it's Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, but also the crimes of Grindelwald. And also, there's like drama, but Fantastic Beasts. It's like. The, the annoying thing that uh, J.K. Rowling does, and that this. This, this is gonna. Uh, I know at one point, right, like after the books are out, and she's like still answering questions. And she's like, oh yeah, I always envisioned that, you know, Dumbledore was gay. So there's actually an LGBT character in Harry Potter. Isn't that neat? And it's like, well, no one ever got that vibe from him. Uh, but sure, pat yourself on the back. And now they're going to make a movie with young uh, Albus Dumbledore in it. And it's like, oh, cool, we can actually explore this. Like, you can actually have a gay character in the Harry Potter universe that's really important. And they're just like, no, we're not going to do that. He's just going to be a normal Dumbledore. And so it's like, oh, so they're they're just are no gay characters in, in Harry Potter then like I well why can't, I feel like she, why she's done that a couple times with well, why can't he be gay and normal well I'm just saying that they're not gonna like talk about it at all like it, it's it, to the point where like the author says 
one thing, but none of the media says anything else, and the author's just saying this to, like, pat herself on the back to say she's, like, got inclusive characters in her books. But isn't, um, Grindelwald his ex? Like, that, um, that has to come up. Like, even if it's a throwaway line, can the, the, I think they're gonna acknowledge I, it. I thought that Grindelwald was just an asshole. No. I mean, yes, but I don't... Maybe I'm wrong, but somebody told me that. I mean, that would be cool. And maybe, maybe I've heard wrong. I feel like at one point that was like the studio's take on it, but it's possible the script got changed around. Well, now we know what the crimes of Grindelwald was. Yeah, it was, he it was he broke Dumbledore's heart. Aww. Okay, yeah, that too. But <laughs> I like um, I like the idea of magic. Like, I I feel like being Harry Potter is kind of a a power fantasy that's easier to imagine than being Superman. Yeah. Because anybody could just pick up a wand and like shoot a laser. It's like a lot easier to put yourself in Harry Potter's shoes. I feel like yeah, if you have Superman's powers and you're like, Oh, I don't want to like Superman that would be a lot of responsibility. Whereas like Harry Potter, like, no, you have magic but you can do whatever you want with it. There's no You don't have to be like uh the, the what's the word, um where you do the right thing. You don't have to be responsible. Yes. Well, like, that one time Harry Potter, like, attacked his aunt, and then the, the magic police show up and say, don't worry, we fixed it. Trot along now. Right. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's like, I can be irresponsible and there's an undo button. That's fucking great. Oh, man. Harry Potter's the worst. And then you get, like, the Weasley twins who are just like, no, we want to make fireworks. And they're going to be magic fireworks. And it's like, that's cool, too. Like, the, the whole magic thing opens up so many doors. Like, you, the industry that must exist. And then it's just like, but how come they're, they're, the, the, their newspaper sucks? And, like, the, the Rita Skeeta, who's like, oh, man, I, I write the newspaper, and then her edit, our articles are all editorialized, and that's not how newspapers are written. It's oh. Like, maybe I would, I would, I would be a, a, a news reporter in Harry Potter because I have a fucking English degree, know how to how to write. You know, I hate that too. Magic. I hate the magic photos because I feel like they're overused. They're they're weird, like plot point too. Like where like the the photo can be like, oh, actually, it's this, and it's like, thank you, picture. Glad you knew that all along. It, it, but it's like the newspapers. Like someone's newspaper is going to blow away, and someone's going to pick it up and go, "Why is this guy in the newspaper laughing at me?" Yeah. And it's like, okay. Because does every photo have, like, some level of sapience then? Because that would be creepy if you, like, run off a hundred newspapers or a thousand newspapers. Uh, yeah. And, and you have, like, a picture of Voldemort on the front cover. And it's like, so they're just, like, a thousand cursed newspapers where Voldemort can, like, yell at you? Oh, dude, you know what I loved was that, uh, in the Fantastic Beast movie, when they go to that speakeasy, and it's, like, run by a goblin or something. Hmm, trying to remember that scene. I love that. I, I love that aesthetic of a uh, of like a New York style Dungeons and Dragons setting. Yeah, and they came out with that expansion on Hearthstone where it's like there's like mobsters, but they're all ogres and orcs and stuff. And it's just there's something about that I cannot get enough of. It's kind of. You're, you're you're combining two unlike things in a neat way, right? Like fantasy shit, and then uh, what? Nineteen forties, nineteen fifties, New York, like that. That's a very like specific aesthetic, and 
they work well together, I think. Like, there's some neat shit you can do with that. Yeah, there sort of is. And it, but it really, I think, hinges, like, a lot on the visuals. And so, like, if I was reading a book with that, I don't think it would, it wouldn't carry the same weight as seeing it on a big screen or even, like, in a comic book. I feel like you really have to, no, that's a to see thing. that clash to, yeah. to make it work. I think that they kind of that's kind of the same with steampunk too. A little bit. I you're reading about steampunk things, and it's like, oh, and there was steam, and there's gears, and uh, everything's brown and bronze, and it's like, okay, I guess that's neat. And then you like see a picture of it, you're like, oh, okay, actually, that does look pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a good steampunk novel is going to have a picture on the front that has to encapsulate the whole novel. Right. Yeah. Because I know my my pirate book started off as kind of like steampunk, or like that was the intent, and then it just. It just didn't work. Why is Harry Potter popular? I think... I think part of it, it comes back to that it's such a relatable fucking power fantasy. Um, like, the, Harry Harry Potter himself, he, he's not like a, a Mary Sue character, but he's... <laughs> flaws aren't... <laughs> what? <laughs> like, he, he doesn't feel like an author insert, right? Like, he's got flaws, but they're like barely noble flaws. Like, he fucks up, but he fucks up because he tries to do the right thing too hard. No, everything he does is right. He's, like, a natural at everything, and he's the best at it. He accidentally flies his broom into the finish line and saves the World Cup. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? He He's the chosen one, even though he's, like, five, and he all he did was not die when he was supposed to die. He, like, and it's like, wow, it's Harry Potter. How crazy is Harry the magic Potter. of love that saved like, him? Yeah, it's like he's loved. Wow, <laughs> that's he's so loved that he didn't die. It's like, wow. But just I mean, like, like me. it's a kids' book, right? And so it, it's it's one of those things where like it, you can be like, well, it's a kids' book. Of course, it's going to have like love and friendship, and like good has to defeat evil. But then the, as the characters got older, like they did actually become a little more grim. Things expanded. Uh, the stakes are raised, and I feel like the it makes the transition from like kids book to like young adult book pretty well because it's got seven books to do it. And so then, if you know my age, I basically grew up with the character, right? So generationally, at least, if you if you were alive at the right time, you got to grow up with this this these characters and the setting. And I don't know. There, I think there's just something about it where you're like, man, if I close my eyes, like, what if this was real? Like, it was so easy to do that with Harry Potter. I feel like you can ask, like, why is Dragon Ball Z popular, too? I mean... Because it's you can cool. Really ask, like, any, yeah, I mean, you can ask, like, why is anything popular? A lot of it, I think, will probably come down to the same thing. Is like, there's this this element of wish fulfillment in it. And uh, if you're a kid, that's really all you need. I... <laughs> what? I'm sorry, man. Someone sent me this video. I'm going to have to edit this out. This made me laugh so hard. <laughs> also, apparently my brother says I'm a fuckface. Yes. That was relevant to what we were talking about. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to interrupt the show. You're on a good thought, and then this happens. Uh, I don't... I, yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, 
I remember watching Harry Potter the movies, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's fun. But I was never like so into it that I would want to dress up for Halloween or something. No, like I, it's like, oh, good, a new Harry Potter movie. I want to see that. The last one was good, but mm-hmm. like these people that will just like. They'll put it on this pedestal, like it's the best story that they've ever experienced, but then never grow out of that. Yeah. Um, my sister-in-law. Oh no! I I told you, <laughs> I told you what I got her for her birthday last year, right? I believe so, but I've probably forgotten. Um, I got her a card that listed how many people died in the war on terror. And it, and like it was like like this many people died and Harry Potter didn't do anything about it dot 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 until now and then she opened her present and it was Conan the Barbarian but I replaced the title with Harry Potter and the something good finally happens <laughs> and there's like a little you know lightning bolt drawn on Arnold Schwarzenegger's head nice um and then this year I got her one of those like safety blankets for the woods but it's it was labeled cloak of visibility Uh and like it's, that. <laughs> it's like I keep giving her these Harry Potter jabs because it's <laughs> it's the best way I can make her laugh while still being mean so that we're both happy. You know, though, I, I feel like the uh, the sentiment, right, that like the thing you liked as a kid and then you never like grow out of liking it. So you're always like, no, this is the best thing ever, which I'm guilty of. I'm not I, I don't want to sound hypocritical. I'm I'm that too. Just not about Harry Potter. I, I see it a lot with Dragon Ball Z, if we go back to that real quick, because, fuck, there's so many people who are like, Dragon Ball Z is the best, I'm so happy Super's on, because it's like, it's like it picked up where it left off, and it's like, oh, so it's shitty. Dragon Ball Z's shitty. I love Dragon Ball Z, but it's terrible. Yeah. And you say that, and then people get really mad. It's like, how dare you? And it's like, no, all the characters are dumb. Dragon Ball Z Bridge is great, though. I've still been watching that. That was a tangent. That was stupid. I'm sorry, everybody. No, I love that. I there, there's something about Dragon Ball where I still get excited. Like I I can't explain it, but I can watch an old episode and still care as if I'm a ten year old watching it for the first time. Yeah, there's something magical about it in that way. But I'm also like after the fact, going, man, why are the characters so dumb? And I love that Dragon Ball Z Bridge just like addresses like ninety percent of the plot holes. Even if it's just like bringing them up and not doing anything with them, like uh, like Goku, well, you can you can teleport instantly across the universe. Yeah. So how come you didn't come and save us from Frieza? It's like oh, I thought you guys had it. Yes. <laughs> Never think that again. <laughs> I yeah, I like that. I like um the when Mega sixty four did the Cell Saga in five minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times they say, and now I can finish it once and for all. Except, wait, you said you'd get more challenging if I let you train? It's like, yeah, okay, I'll give you one day. And, like, that happens, like, five times during the Cell Saga. Yeah. Where the power creep was just so out of control. Or, or like, the, the Krillin's supposed to blow up 18 and then stop Cell from evolving, or Vegeta's supposed to kill Cell and stop Cell from evolving, and they both fuck up. And so the way the, the the bridge handles it is that like the characters are basically taking bets on who's gonna fuck up first. <laughs> it's not that they're you know like they both know like, everyone knows like okay well we're relying on Krillin and Vegeta so this isn't going to work. So who's going to you know whose fault is it going to be? And you make it in that context and it, it at least it makes me happy. 
Yeah. And that's that's the point. I mean, does Harry Potter make you happy? Yeah. Except the, except the epilogue. The epilogue is saccharine horseshit. Fucking everybody marrying their high school sweethearts or their middle school sweethearts. Stupid. I like how Harry Potter's like, it's like, now Albus, when I was your age, I got bullied a lot. So I named you Albus. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. And how come, like, no, there's, there's no math or English classes or or any normal classes. Like, they don't learn anything useful. It's all magic shit. And it's like, yeah, but what if you have to do taxes? <laughs> you, you, what do you mean, what if you have to do taxes? Let me get my wand out. Uh, felony avoidus. There we are. Yeah, I suppose that would work. Like, like, I feel like if you were, like, an accountant or... Any, like, a mundane fuck-ass job in the real world, like, you would do so well in Harry Potter world because everyone else would be extremely incompetent at it because there's no training or, or expectations to be good. You know, that's another thing. How do these magic people even have jobs? Because everything just gets done magically. So it's like yeah, I mean it's it's like like the Jetsons, right? Where he's like, oh, I got to push a button ten times a day. That's my work shift. Yeah, that's what wizard life is. Like they're all super busy. They all these jobs and paperwork and hustle bustle. But also, it's like I have to follow this paperwork. Let me magically do it to piano music. Aha, it's done. What what can I help you with, Harry Potter? And it's like, okay, your workday's done. That was thirty seconds, man. Okay, chocolate frogs. The magic. They you know they eat some chocolate frogs. It's magic. It's it's candy. They're not that great. Who the, f- who the fuck makes those? Like, whose job is it to cast the spell on the chocolate? The chocolate And then wrap it in tinfoil? The chocolatier. Huh? Okay, but, like, like, where does he rank in the wizarding world as far as, like, it's like is that, like, a good job you want? Is that a hard spell to cast? It's, is it, like, a factory line where there's, like, a bunch of them on assembly and they're just taking turns, flicking their wrists at these chocolate frogs, and then someone's got to, like, catch them in a net? I'm more concerned, like, I like the cute idea that there's these magic trading cards. And Harry Potter gets a Dumbledore card, and it's like, wait, there's, like, school teachers on trading cards? I mean, Dumbledore's kind of a big deal, though, right? Is he, or is he just within the education community? Well, he stops Grindelwald. Does he? I, I'm pretty sure. I don't I don't know. It's like, okay, let's let's back that up. If you If you were to go somewhere and get... Uh, what's a muggle candy that you like? If you wanted to get a gummy worm, so you say, okay. attention, barkeep, one gummy worm, please, and he gives you a gummy worm, and it comes with a trading card. Okay. Uh, who do you expect on the trading card? Oh, I don't know, probably, like, Teddy Roosevelt or something. Okay. I, like, well, a pre- like, like a president or, a, or a, a sports player? Okay, I stand corrected. I didn't think you'd go to politics right away. Or, like, history, because well, I'm, I'm thinking um, Elvis. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, he's a, he's a famous dude, pop, you know, but like, pop culture icon. A pop culture famous, not just well, important the, the, the famous. Well, the teddy bear was named after Ted, you know, Theodore Roosevelt. Okay, so, but he's a know. historical figure. Like, people don't go right. down the street and go, man, you're, you're rocking that Teddy Roosevelt look, dog. <laughs> Boy. Well, maybe they should. Maybe I they try should. try really hard. You ever see that Game Crazy training video? No. I showed that to my friend, and now we can't stop talking like that. <laughs> it's like I'm down here in the GC crib house. You know the hizzy. 
<laughs> and I'm going to show you how to sell to to the customer that you know a, a gaming console is a gamer's rig. You know, dog. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, wow. <laughs> I know they're trying to do it as a joke, but it does not come across as a joke. It just it becomes racist after a little while. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll talk like that um, with my brother around just because I'll think it's funny. And then I'll be at work and I'll want to do it. I'll be like, no, I think that people might think I'll be racist if I do it at work. Like, that's not a that's not a everybody joke. That's a you should know your audience joke. <laughs> yeah, it is. I hate those jokes. Yeah, they're uh, it makes sense. I, I, but sometimes it's just like, oh man, I thought of something really funny and I can't, I can't say it because I'll get in trouble. Or sometimes at work, I'll start laughing, and they'll be like, what did you, what, what's so funny? It's like, oh, I can't, it's inappropriate. And they're like, no, come on, you gotta say it now. I was like, okay, well, it, remi- it rhymes with the holo-lost. <laughs> and they're just like, oh yeah, that, that is inappropriate, I'm glad you didn't say that. <laughs> it's like, really, Stan, that's where we're drawing the line? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof! We have these really giant ovens where we work, right? And you could definitely fit people in there, and sometimes the mind wanders. Yeah, we use those ovens in the winter, and actually in the summer, too. In the summer nights, I'd stand in front of them when they open, because it was uh, the only way to get dry air. And it was actually like a... When you're dealing with the humidity, standing outside an oven was actually an improvement. Yeah. But do you actually use them to, like... like, Because we use them to bake ink. We use ours to bake titanium. So yours are probably uh, go a lot hotter than ours, because ours only have to get like two to three hundred degrees. Oh, yeah, that's a little low. Um, the the brand is Grieve. If everyone wants to look up what a Grieve oven looks like, they're very big and they're green. Oi! You can move them with a forklift, but sometimes you need two forklifts, depending on how big it is. That's my story. Anything else on Harry Potter we want to hit up? We're at 52 minutes. Uh, we'll have to cut a lot of stupid garbage out of this one, so. Do we? I want to say one more thing about Harry Potter. Okay. Um, Did you know that the guy that sat down to make Naruto didn't want to do ninjas? He wanted to do wizards? I've I not heard that. He just he wanted to make a Harry Potter anime. Hmm. And his editor was kind of like, don't do wizards, do something else. And he's like, well, what about ninjas? And I was like, yeah, just do that. And you can kind of notice, because like after the first uh, arc or two, it gets away from the ninja stuff, and it's just everybody summoning magic things and shooting lasers. Yeah, that's that does happen. That's another world, too, where if you think about it, nothing fucking makes any sense. Oh, no, not at all. The stuff that they can do, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you, you could do this all along? We're a society of secret ninjas. It's like, so is the guy, like, serving you ramen right now? Is he a ninja, too? Yeah. So why isn't he doing ninja shit? Like, if I had ninja training, I wouldn't want to work in a restaurant. Dude, taste this ramen. Ninja-rific! I... <laughs> Dude, I love Naruto Abridged, the the one that Little Kariba did. Oh yeah, because he just he hates Naruto so much, so he like barely know, knows great. the characters, anyways. So he just made up his own characters. I will say I, some of his jokes in that don't age as well. <laughs> yeah, but did you ever watch the movie? 
The one he did? Yeah. Yeah, with M. Night Shyamalama-sama. Yeah, Ooh. but my favorite one was when he finds... the Like, Naruto's supposed to find the princess or whatever. So he finds the princess and she's at a bar... And, he, and and he's like like hey you shouldn't be you shouldn't be drinking that's a bad habit and he sticks a cigarette in his mouth and like has the longest inhale <laughs> yeah we couldn't have done it without the roar no we didn't mm. so what do you think about Little Witch Academia do you like that I haven't seen it did you see the short no I haven't I'm- seen any of it is that on that's a Netflix thing right yeah. Yeah, I, I prefer the short to the series. Hmm. I cannot get into the series. I just don't care enough. And the short was perfect, and it's adorable, and it like it it leaves you wanting more. But now that I have more, it's like no, actually that was good. I'm good. Is that on like YouTube or something? Where where can I go to find that? Actually, I think you can find it on YouTube. Oh, maybe I'll have to watch that tonight. But if any of our listeners out there are fans of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And also lollies. Look up Little Witch Academia Town. Yay! I I endorse one of those things. Academia. I don't know how to spell that. Whoa. <laughs> I guess I had a little too much tonight. <laughs> so, time to wrap up. You got okay. a... Do you got a glad space chip? Um... Fuck it. My mom made apple pie this week. Woo-hoo! It was very good. I like how you, you can't really go wrong with Woo-hoo! homemade apple pie. So that is my glad space. Uh, did I tell you Richard's eye fell out? You did not. He doesn't have an eye anymore. I feel like we have to, uh, you have to give me a little more information here. <laughs> um, my glad space is the, the guy that made Rick and Morty is going to make a Star Trek cartoon. Really? And he like he went to CBS to pitch his show. And CBS is like, "Okay, if we gave you Star Trek, what what would your show be?" And he had like one line that won them over, and his one line was, "I want to tell a story about the guy that works on like the bottom of the ship and he has to put a little yellow cartridge into a machine so when somebody replicates a banana, a banana comes out." <laughs> and they're like hey you know what go ahead and do it so we're gonna get a star a star trek cartoon next year nice and it kind of sounds like it's right up my alley yeah no i, I can dig that i hope it's on like a, a service or thing i can find it's on cbs all access it. next year so is it gonna be on like a, an actual tv station or do i have no. to like subscribe by Fuck. cbs all access it'll show up on the piratey sites yeah, I will, but... How did Richard lose his eye? What happened? Yeah, so when he sleeps, apparently in his sleep, he takes his index finger and just shoves it into his eye. What the fuck? Because he wakes up with his finger in his eye and his eye hurts. So he goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, put the monkey back into bed, or whatever. And it's like, hey, also we measured your eye, and it's now oblong-shaped, because you've been poking it for so many years. So he has this, like, eye surgery to correct the roundness of his eye. And then that was a week ago, so I kind of just assumed that it's probably fallen out by now. Oh, okay. You haven't seen him in a week? I haven't seen him in a month, man. Oh, man, Richard, you gotta gotta contact us. Tell us how you're doing. Oh, that reminds me. I want to set up an email for the show, so if anyone out there is actually listening, they can let us know. 
Yeah, just get like a Gmail one or something. I will. I meant to do that before tonight, but the week got away from me. Opinions are cheap at gmail.com. Well, will we I, have it? I don't know. We don't have it, so don't send any private information there. Well, I mean, you should probably set that up like tonight or tomorrow, then before the episode goes up. I wonder. You have you have all weekend. Oh no, I'm too it's, lazy it, to. Do it that. takes like two minutes to set up an email. I have to. No, it doesn't, because I have to log out of my Gmail to make a new one, and I'm going to mm-hmm. forget my password, so I don't want to log out. You can set it up so it remembers more than one password. No, it won't. It doesn't work. I do that. <laughs> I, I log in. I have like five emails that I have to log into every my day. Browser's check. stupid. Well, use a non-stupid one. My Patronus is Richard. Oh, that's a nice Patronus. It's gay. It's hella gay, dude. <laughs> I'm an animal. I want a garden snake. It's better than no, It's fucking better than a garden snake. I'd take Richard over a garden snake. I want a... I want, Stick I want, with my garden snake, you know what I mean? Oh, oh, oh. Woohoo. That was also gay. I want my Patronus to be something, um, like, <laughs> something that I have to explain to people, like a deep sea creature no one's seen before. Yeah. Anglerfish. Now, Too people boring. know what an anglerfish is. I mean, like, one of those weird, like, abstract ones that have, like, five legs that are all, like, ten miles long. <laughs> and it just, like, floats around, and it's like, what the heck am I looking at? Oh, uh, it would be funny if like your Patronus was the uh the Norse uh serpent that wraps itself around the world under the ocean, and then it's just actually that big. And so you do it and then it's just like, why is there a giant ghost snake <laughs> wrapped around the world? My put my Patronus is Robin Williams. Uh I I, I wanted to say something mean, and then I was like, No. I'm actually still sad that he's dead. <laughs> Oh, no, I meant, like, okay, no, that's funny. I wish I told that joke. No, I I meant, like, the genie from Aladdin, where it comes out oh. and then it just, like, does dumb impressions to annoy people. That would, that might scare away some Dementors, yeah. That would be a fun way to fight Dementors. Dude, I want, no, like, I want my hey, I'm to be Jack a Nicholson. And it's just, like, scarier than the Dementors. I love that. I want to recommend everybody look up that Film Cal Aladdin cartoon. Because it's great. And also drink vodka. It makes the podcast recording go by like that. I drank coffee because I had too much yesterday. I gotta. I might try to take all of November off from drinking. I'm wondering if I can go a month. You want to do that together? I don't know how miserable do you want to be. We'll be sober brothers? <laughs> I am I am tempted, though, just because I feel like I've never gone that long. And November is not that depressing, but December is. I want to be drinking in December. Let's do it, and let's um let's challenge all of our our watchers at home to let's do a no drink November. Are we gonna include beer in that? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Let's. Do you think you should be allowed one beer once in a while, just because it's not that heavy in alcohol? Well, not, and I bought a 12-pack of Guinness, like, a couple days ago. Okay. And uh, let's be honest, I'm going to want to drink that. Yeah, I mean, go ahead and work through that. We'll we'll start being sober once we stop buying beer. Okay. okay. We can do that. That's not so don't have any hard liquor. So everybody, write opinionsarecheap at gmail.com and commit your uh, bank accounts to our pledge drive. Yeah. 
and stop breast cancer. Just stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Good night, everybody. But it's the best cancer. It's bre- <laughs> breast, breast. It's there's a, there's a pun there that doesn't work at all, and I feel bad for trying to make it. My, <laughs> I might cut that one. I might not. Yeah, <laughs> flip a coin. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Perfect two-point landing. It's great to be here with you young witches on this fabulous night. Remember, girls, show the world. Let them know it's Halloween. Hit it! I wouldn't change places with anyone tonight. We'll carve pumpkin faces and watch the witches' flight. Every human heart will shudder. Every soul will shake with fear. Tonight, the creepiest. Tonight, the scariest. Tonight, the most wonderful. Anything can happen on Halloween Your dog could turn into a cat There may be a toad in your bass guitar Or your sister could turn into a bat Christmas time brings the snow Summertime brings the sun But on Halloween, your blood begins to run. Something spooky is going down. Anything can happen on Halloween. It's better than a video. Gremlin's gonna mess up every cassette from London to Idaho. April 1st can be fun. Anything can happen on Halloween Your toenails grow long and your hair turns green Your teacher could become a sardine Your dentist could turn into a queen Has anybody seen?